Are you an adult with dyslexia? Are you longing for more in your life than the constant, relentless push and pull on your emotions that dyslexia brings? What about those physical demands that require you to constantly shift gears, to rethink? Can I do this? Well, your host, Hope Bill, understands. Diagnosed as an adult, she often believed she wasn't good enough. Fear and shame were her constant companion. Until she met Christ, then everything changed. This podcast is devoted to encouraging and inspiring adults with dyslexia to make more room in their life for Christ. You will hear biblical truths that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and to let Christ take center stage of your life. Hello and welcome back to Make Room for More podcast. This is the third episode on grieving. First episode was on denial. Second was on anxiety and today we will be talking about anger as we continue to break down the different stages of grief when we have a disability and how we can learn and grow as Christians. So why are we talking about grief? Well it plays a big part in our healing from the emotional impact of having dyslexia. So what have we learned so far? Grief is the emotion and feelings we can experience when we have a loss such as receiving a diagnosis of a disability. According to Dr. Kenneth Moses, a psychologist, there are seven stages of grief. Denial, anxiety, anger, guilt, fear, adjustment, and the reoccurring cycle of grief. As I've stated before, I am devoting an episode to each stage because they can stand alone. So please listen to all of them or the one that you most identify with. We will also learn that when we recycle through grief, When we go over a prior stage, it does not mean we are not growing and have not healed. So be kind to yourself and keep moving forward. Remember, if you need someone to talk to, please contact a trusted friend, a family member, a pastor, a counselor. The important thing to remember is you do not have to go through this alone. So let's talk about anger. Anger is an emotion that often surfaces when life takes an unwanted detour. The pain of loss is underneath the anger, but it is often easier to let the anger out than to deal with the pain, the hurt we are feeling. As an adult, we may be angry because it took a long time to get a diagnosis. We may be angry because we believe that dyslexia has stolen our dream. We may even be angry with God for allowing us to have dyslexia. But most of all, our anger has a tendency to stem from feelings of powerlessness and a feeling of being out of control. Remember, angry children become adults. Those hurt feelings we have because of dyslexia has never been dealt with. It has and will continue to find expression in our home, in our work, and even in our church experience. King Solomon said, Pride goeth before destruction, and a hearty spirit before a fall. A hearty spirit can be found in the strangest places. A few years ago, I spent two weeks working on a college paper that you either passed or failed. This paper was a gateway to finishing school. After waiting several weeks, I received an email from my professor stating that I had not passed. I was devastated. I remember falling on my knees, sobbing, crying out to God, I had labored over that paper night and day for weeks. The morning I had turned in the paper, I had been up for two nights straight. 
ensuring that I had completed the assignment, trying to catch every grammatical error I could find. I was convinced that I would receive the grade I had worked so hard for. I had poured my all into writing that paper. However, the response I received was a catalyst that broke open an old wound and unleashed a torrent of pain that poured out of me that night. The pain I felt gave me the courage to share my heart with the Lord. For the first time since discovering that I had dyslexia, I really talked to him about how it felt to live with this disorder, how I always felt helpless in the face of it, and how I just wanted it to go away. I talked to God about my anger, and he spoke to me about his grace and love. After gaining some composure, I reread my professor's instructions on the corrections that I needed to make, and once again, I felt helpless. I could not see beyond my failure. I was hurting and blinded by fear. Therefore, I couldn't see how to make the changes. As a person with dyslexia, you don't always see your mistakes when you write. And I knew I was in trouble. The tears returned and I felt so lost, alone, and afraid. Coming face to face with my old enemy dyslexia, the shame and the fear I felt that night was overwhelming. Living in a state of denial had cost me. And I knew if I didn't change my attitude towards having dyslexia, it would destroy me. My mother told me years ago, Hope, we all need someone. I remember looking at her and thinking, what is she talking about? My mother recognized the wall I had built around myself, a protective wall designed to keep people out. Almost 30 years later, that wall came tumbling down. The pieces of my broken life lay around me that night, and once again, I turned to God and poured out my heart to Him. I learned in the following days that there are many layers of pain and healing. I thought that I was all right and had dealt with having dyslexia well. I had even gotten to the point where I didn't feel ashamed to tell people I had dyslexia. What I had failed to do was give God my anger, my disappointments, my failures, and my fears consistently. That night, I finally gave God my anger. I gave him my shame. I gave him my helplessness. I often felt because I have dyslexia. By doing this, I was finally able to fully embrace what I had been teaching others, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and that God loves me with an everlasting love. Please believe me when I say that you are loved with an everlasting love. Claim it as your own. It sent Christ to the cross, and he died so that you would have the opportunity to choose to experience his love. You can have God's love right now, this very moment, by faith. All you have to do is ask for it. Tell God that you believe he has put his love in your heart, and know that you are in the reception of his love. It's that simple. For those of you who doubt, choose to believe regardless of how you feel. My favorite author, Ellen White, wrote this in 1882. True faith lays hold of and claims the promised blessing before it is realized and felt. We must send up our petitions in faith within the veil and let our faith take hold of the promised blessing and claim it as our own. We are then to believe that we receive the blessing because our faith has hold of it and according to the word it is ours. What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, 
and ye shall have them. Mark 11.2 Here is faith, naked faith, to believe that we receive the blessing even before we realize it. So always remember you can make it through the storm safely. You will be able to look back with amazement and say, it was actually worth it. Yes, the journey has been challenging and at times lonely and discouraging. But if we hang in there and don't give up, God will introduce you and I to the person we are in Christ. Dyslexia may never go away, but we can be a different person, a whole person, if we turn our life over to Christ. Don't forget the storms will come, but we are not alone. And as with any storm, the sun is always shining above the dark clouds. We will see those bright rays again. Having dyslexia is only part of who we are. It does not control our dreams and our goals. And it doesn't have to dictate our destiny. God will do that if we allow him. He will also speak peace to the storms in our life and teach us how to live beyond dyslexia. I want to leave you with one of my favorite scriptures. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet preadventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commended his love towards us, that's you and me. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That comes from Romans 5, 8 and 10. Another scripture, But as it is written, Eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man, the things which God had prepared for them that love him. 1 Corinthians 2, 9. Remember to keep moving forward. I encourage you once again to practice the art of release. Remember the release is giving over to God your fears, your anger, and your disappointment. And to be victorious in releasing your feelings to God, you will have to make the choice to believe that He is more than capable of receiving what you give Him and loving you the same. Remember, the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places, and He will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody that comes from Isaiah 51.3. The next episode will be dedicated to the stage called Guilt. You don't want to miss it, so stay tuned. There will be more. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Making Room for More. This podcast is dedicated to encouraging and inspiring adults with dyslexia to making more room for Christ in their life today.